Welcome to Teach Languages Online, the podcast dedicated to bringing you the best advice about your online teaching business. I'm Lindsay Williams, an online language teacher from the UK, and I'm your host. This week, I want to talk to you about curriculums, in particular, what to think about when you build one for your online lessons. But first, each episode, before we begin, I've got a couple of recommendations for you, as always. There's a little heads up here because something is going on right now, August 2020. So for the month of August, I've opened up something that I've never done before that I'm sure will be of a great support to you, whether you're already teaching online and looking to grow or whether you've had to switch suddenly over the course of the past few months. I'm going to be hosting three months of weekly coaching calls for online teachers exclusive to members of the Online Teaching Starter Kit. So... Not only do you get access to my biggest and most thorough program for online language teachers, the Online Teaching Starter Kit, but you also get three months of live support to guide you through the next steps of your business. And, 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 and on top of that, I've added a brand new bonus as well. You're going to get access to my new students with Instagram workshop, which will be happening live this autumn. To enroll now, visit lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash O-T-S-K. That's lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash O-T-S-K. And just quickly, one more thing before we dive into this episode. Okay, every Saturday in August, there's two more left. I've been hosting free live webinars for online language teachers covering topics that teachers like you told me you want to hear more about. And there's two webinars left coming up this month on how to build a curriculum when teaching online, also our topic for today's podcast and the essential and not so essential equipment that you need when teaching online. You can sign up and get access to both of those webinars at lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash webinar. You'll have access to the replays for two days after each event, but only if you're signed up. I cannot wait to share these webinars with you. I'm very, very excited. And uh, yeah, let's get into today's show. Curriculums then. One of the joys, I think, of teaching languages online is the chance to really adjust and personalise your lessons and your curriculums to individual student needs. So where do we begin with this, though? When you can adjust every single lesson for every single student, can you even have a curriculum to work from? Yes. In fact, having a curriculum helps enormously because it's going to give you direction. So rather than just essentially throwing lessons at the wall and seeing what sticks, you'll be teaching students through the personalised lessons and still following the broader curriculum that you have decided is what's going to help them get to where they want to be. Now, first things first, you're going to want to decide on your outcomes. What is it that is that end goal? And sure, you can have that broad curriculum for all your one-on-one students or all your group lessons, but that's not always going to be the case when it comes to building curriculums online. That's not the only time that you'll be doing this. For example, you may be creating a curriculum for an online course, which will be different to a curriculum for a four-week challenge. And that's different again to a curriculum for a self-study book. Just to give you three examples, the diversity of how you can teach online means that this is such a valuable skill to work on improving. So the first thing to consider when creating any curriculum for any purpose is those desired outcomes. In other words, what's the point? (laughs) 
<laughs> what do you want people to achieve from taking this course slash these lessons slash this challenge? Then work backwards from that end goal to establish how you're going to get your students there. What are the key skills, topics, grammar points, whatever else is relevant for that outcome to be achieved? Once you feel like you've got those outcomes pretty solid for the specific curriculum that you're creating, you then need to think, okay, how am I going to get there? What's necessary to know to get to that point? And when we, especially when we're thinking of the broader curriculum that you might want to create if you're teaching lots of one-on-one students or group lessons and you really want a focused path that you use across various students you probably want that broader curriculum. And if you're coming from teaching in a more formal educational setting, curriculums may have been the bane of your life at least once. But, you know, don't kind of wear them off just yet. When it comes to planning that broader curriculum for online lessons, teaching people how to go from, say, zero to a certain level in a language, existing curriculums can be a good place to start your research for that. And what I'm talking about here are, you know, official government created curriculums. So start by curating and analysing what's already out there for the level that you're teaching. So you can be checking things like national curriculums, perhaps even across different countries and different languages as well. You know, for example, if you're British, but you think actually the UK school system doesn't teach languages well, compare the UK national curriculum for languages with that of a country that you think does do it better. And then as well, if you're not teaching school age children, don't worry, you can still use these national curriculums that you find as that initial research as a framework to draw from. What's in these curriculums that's still relevant to your adult students? Which bits need adapting to cover the same grammar and language points, but to teach using more appropriate things? So, for example, if you teach adults, chances are that they don't need to learn about the school day. (laughs) They may, however, find some use in learning about working life as a replacement topic. And how can you get across the same relevant bits you know, the, the broader relevant bits of that initial topic and adapt that for your newer curriculum for your particular ideal student. And it's important to just state here what I'm not suggesting, and that is copying a national curriculum word for word, lesson for lesson, plan for plan, right? Sure, you may be following an existing curriculum to teach certain students, and if so, that's absolutely fine. But what I'm talking about here is using this as research and as inspiration for that next stage in planning a broader curriculum. But, you know, if you're teaching a shorter course, starting with something like this might not be necessary. This might not be the first stage that you need. Instead, you want to think back to those desired outcomes. So you want to focus on that end goal and then work backwards. You probably don't need to go ahead with this stage if you're teaching a shorter course or something with a more specific aim. I've already mentioned switching up topics and adapting them to better suit your students, but you also want to consider the order of things in a broader sense, right? So without exams lurking, does it make sense to teach the grammar topics in the same order that those existing curriculums do? Who are your students and how are they most likely to use the language? So for example, I have been learning insert language here for three months. That's quite a useful sentence to learn relatively early on, but it's not something that's often taught early in and amongst the colours and the animal vocab that we tend to get early on in general kind of school, children-focused 
curriculums for language. So you can switch things up completely and adapt that for a logical order for your ideal student. You might find that actually what you get at this stage is completely different to the research that you did into those existing curriculums. You might find, okay, I know that that exists, but what I want to do is a completely different path. And that's okay too, because, you know, you can really individualize things here. If you're working on a curriculum for one-on-one students, you can use your broader curriculum as an initial starting point and begin to individualize what you'll teach based on that particular student. So, for example, I used to teach a student for his GCSE Spanish, right? So loosely following the structure, the grammar, the vocab that he needed for that particular existing curriculum, I then individualized things. He was a big fan of Doctor Who. So rather than just bland exercises, either, you know, in existing textbooks or made by me, sort of intentionally bland, just covering what needs to be covered. I incorporated relevant Doctor Who clips, articles, topics into our lessons to keep him engaged. And there's a lot of scope here. This isn't about starting from scratch each time to make a whole new curriculum. And that's the benefit if you've created a broader curriculum of loosely the order of things that you'll teach things in, then these individualizations don't take masses of planning because the what is set, right? It's just the how that you're adjusting. As mentioned though, building a curriculum for your online lessons, it's not just about building one curriculum necessarily. That's not probably where things are going to end. Once you begin to get into good practice with this, the smaller curriculums that, that pop up, such as for things like online courses, will come to you easier. When I first created the online teaching starter kit, how I did this was almost in a very different way to what I've just said. So I want to share this with you too. I used bullet points on a Google Doc to create the initial sort of framework of the curriculum for this course, right? There was nothing for me to use as research. This this isn't a topic taught in schools with an existing curriculum, right? So to start, I scanned through my emails responding to questions from people about how to teach online and there were a lot of them and I wrote down all of these questions on that Google Doc. Questions as diverse as how do I find my niche? How do I get a website? How can I teach group lessons online? You know you you get the idea right? A lot of, of scope. I then adjusted the order putting the things that made sense to be done first top of the list. Next I grouped the questions into logical units And then each unit on the list now contained kind of four to eight questions, which then transferred into four to eight video lessons and relevant tech trainings and workbook pages as well to go along with that, to answer those questions in as a logical order for the whole course. So if we take this back to deciding our outcome, it still works, right? Our outcome is to teach languages online through an independent business and As fun as it is to teach group lessons, that doesn't happen if you don't have a website or a niche or all the other things that come before that lesson in the course curriculum, right? So although at first we may think that a broad curriculum with some personalization adjustments is all we need, and that's it, that's the only time that we're going to create curriculums, curriculums really do come up every time that we create something to teach online. Now, like I said, I'll be talking more about this in a free live webinar for you 
on Saturday, the 22nd of August, 2020. It's called How to Build a Curriculum When Teaching Online. And if you're teaching languages online, if you want to, if you want to know more about building a curriculum, this is for you. You're going to enjoy this. Come along to learn how to do just that so you can teach online, earn a sustainable, realistic living without the stress and the worry of not teaching the right thing or thinking every single lesson, what am I going to do next? So if you're ready, you can sign up at lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash webinar to join me live. You've been enjoying Teach Languages Online, the podcast for online language teachers and budding ones too, brought to you by me, Lindsay Williams of Lindsay Does Languages. You can find everything you need from this show over at lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash teach languages online. Have a great week and share this episode with a friend you know will love it too. I'll be back next week, same time, same place. Bye.